week on hello me it's me vulnerable as f i think that was the biggest thing i did not want to go back out there did not want to go back into this dating pool i don't not want to see the sharks i don't want to see the avoidance i don't want to try to i got comfortable and a lot of us get comfortable even if it's a can of peas and we hate peas at least we know it's a can of peas we're like oh i hate these peas i hate peas but at least i know they're peas you know what i'm saying We're settling on things because it's comfortable and we don't want to redo the work. Welcome to Hello Me, It's Me, Vulnerable AF, a podcast hosted by Nikki D. Lovely. That's really just her diary disguised as a podcast, but who cares? You're here for it. Join in as she addresses her self-reflections on life, love, and dating, and gives us all the tea by being more vulnerable than she ever has with herself and the world. So let's get started in today's episode with Nikki D. Lovely, already in progress. Wow. Hello, beautiful people. I am so upset with myself right now. I have been talking to myself probably for the past 30 minutes, maybe. And my dumb self wasn't even recording. My dumb self wasn't even recording. I said some, I said some good stuff. I don't even want to, you ever did something where you worked on something for hours and then like your computer just shuts off and then you lose everything and then you like, well, damn, and you don't even want to start over. You just go lay in the bed, depressed, eating cheese or a bowl of cereal or something, looking out the window. That happened to me one time when I was getting my master's. I spent like eight hours or something writing a script. And then I guess I just didn't save it. I wound up losing everything. You know, whatever. (sighs) Anyway, I I hate to even start this over again. Let me just say thank you guys for joining me. I hate to start off sounding so frustrated. Uh, but maybe I should just go lay in the bed and eat some cereal. You know, maybe I'm I'm at that point now where I just need to look out the window because it is raining here right now. And I should be packing because I'm supposed to be going to Orange Beach tomorrow. This is like my clue. So everything lately, me sitting here talking to you guys, something's always happening. Either the dogs are coming in trying to distract me or like, of course, I record a recording and it doesn't record or, you know, whatever. Anyway, I wanted to talk about the dating pool and getting back into the dating pool because, you know, you guys know you guys were with me the past month where I was going through my little breakup or whatever. And I realized I don't want to get back out here. I don't want to go into this to this cesspool. You know, everyone says it's pissing a pool. Because there's so many unhealed people. There's so many um, avoidance. There's so many people who think they want one thing and they need to be working on themselves. You know, there's so many people who are just using people for food, like women using men for food and men using women for sex. There's always just this this yo-yo effect that's going on that is hard to decipher. But it's hard to decipher those people because a lot of those people, again, are not healed. The people who are dating and the people who are in the pool, too. And... If there's anything that I can say that I've learned from the past two months of like going through my heartache is you can heal from that. 
That's one of the biggest things that I, I learned. And there was a podcast that I had recorded. It was in regards to being with my ex-husband. And during that time, he had put his hands on me and I left him. And there was a point where my heart and my brain were saying two different things. My brain was saying, stay gone. He doesn't deserve you. He's not the man for you. And my heart was saying, oh, but we miss him. Oh, we love him. Oh, he loves us. Oh, we need to go back to that. And the brain was like, nope, 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 nope. You don't need that shit. Leave it alone. And the heart was like, uh, but we want it. <laughs> I know he's no good, but we want it. You know, it was this constant battle, right? And in the end, I eventually allowed my heart to win out because I didn't want it to hurt. Anybody's been through a heartbreak, which a lot of us have, you know that shit hurts. However, heartbreak versus your mind ache, I feel like is taking the easy way out. When you say to your heart, I'm going to allow you to win, you're saying fuck off to the rest of your body. You're saying to your brain, I don't care what you think. All that matters is my heart. You're saying to your hair that's falling out, I don't care that you're falling out. My heart is all that matters. You're saying to the anxiety, to the stress, to the body aches, you know, like just to all that, because this is what these type of people do to you. This is what that toxicity does to your body. You're saying to the rest of your body, it doesn't matter. It only matters what my heart thinks. I made that mistake with my ex. I did, because it, when I tell you I've been through some shit with him, I have, and if I didn't release the last episode, I will touch on this a little bit later, later. But when you say, oh, it's only what my heart that matters, you're basically just saying I'm a coward because I don't want to go through the shit feeling of having to go through a heartache. I don't want to say it's like having a drug addiction, but you do get endorphins from being with certain people. So you are getting fed this constant high. And when you go back to that, you're getting your fix again. But it doesn't make it good for you. Just because you feel good when you're doing drugs doesn't make drugs good for you. And it's the same thing with being with a toxic person. And so I learned from the past relationship, and you guys are with me through that entire heartbreak because I posted those last four or five recordings were in regards to that. I told myself this time I was going to allow myself to feel those feelings before I would have just went straight back into that dating pool straight back there and I would have been like you know what because you know what they say find another person to take care of the other person I was like you know what I'm just gonna forget this guy and go to another person oh he don't want me you know like like Kiki Palmer one like baby there's three four five six you know there's so many different men I could be with and unfortunately that's what the apps make you feel like even though you know have a lot of people I talk to on Snapchat, have a lot of people I talk to on Instagram. Some women don't need apps because they have people in their DM all the time. But I would say it's similar to like a man being able to just go to an app and just swipe and just find a new person if they want to. It's the same, you know, for women. It's just easy to just go back out there if you want to. But this time I said, no, I'm going to heal. I'm going to allow my heart to break. I'm going to feel those feelings. I allow myself to do what I did not allow myself to do with my ex. And that was allow myself to feel those feelings, allow myself to feel that heartbreak. And what I proved to myself was that I, I could get through that. I could get over it. 
So now I'm like, okay, cool. I don't put on my gloves. I don't put on my sewer suit. I'm putting on my boots. And I'm like, I'm about to get back into this dating pool again. You know what I'm saying? Cool. Bring it on. Bring on the sewage. Because now I at least know what to look for. And one of the things I've learned myself from what happened these past couple of months is you can get through the heartbreak and you can go back into the dating pool, which is what I'm about to do. I'm about to go swim. I'm about to dive in. I'm about to dive in. Um, <laughs> but at the end of the day, I have learned that. Okay, let me let me just go back. Going back into this dating pool now, I've realized that there are some things that I need to take away from this last thing where I was putting too much on long-term relationship. I got into this point in my life where I had said to myself, I want my next relationship to be my last. And, you know, a lot of us, we don't want to waste any more time. And I know when you're talking to older women, women would be like, okay, what are we doing? You know, because, shoot, I got things to do. I need to know by the second date what you're looking for. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's where we are right now. But at the same time, I think with that comes a little bit too much pressure, too, because now I'm trying to make something work with someone who may not be for me. Right? I was using an analogy earlier. It's kind of like you want a steak and potato, but you have steak and a can of peas. And, yeah, I could make a can of peas work with my steak, I'm the steak and he's a can of peas. I might get a can of peas. I'm like, okay, cool. This is what I'm working with. I guess I'm going to make it work. But, and I really want steak and peas. I'm just trying to make it work. I want, I really want steak and potato. So I still had to say the last person I was with may have been a can of peas. But I'm sitting here trying to tell myself because if I'm going to use like a real analogy, if I'm going to be truthful with you guys, he was a vegetarian and he didn't even want to eat steak. But I like steak. But I'm sitting here trying to be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to try to not eat steak, too. Because if I'm with him, I'm probably not going to be able to eat steak. So let me go ahead and just go ahead and get my taste buds, you know, suited for not eating steak. No, bitch, you like steak. Why are you trying to change your taste to be with this man? It was something else I would have changed up. And it was like, you know, I like to go out to I like to go out to eat. I like to eat at nice, fancy restaurants. Um, when I was younger, I used to try to apologize for that. Try to act like, oh, no, I want to. I'm simple. No, no, no. I, <laughs> you're not simple because you like going to the Ritz-Carlton. You like staying there. You like going to the Four Seasons. You like staying there. You like going to very nice hotels. You like eating at very nice places. You like going out. You love the beach. You love to travel around the world. Stop trying to dim your light to fit a can of peas. You know what I'm saying? And I'm using a steak and potato, you know, just kind of as a compliment to each other versus a steak and peas and trying to make the peas work. That's what I was doing. And I'm realizing now that when you get to this point where you tell yourself things like my relationship has to be my last, you also wind up trying to make things fit that shouldn't fit. You also wind up trying to make things work that probably just should not have ever worked. And I think that's what I was doing in that last thing. Now, that's not to say that he wasn't a great guy. I still do think he was a great guy, even with the stonewalling at the end. You know, that's just something that he probably needs to work on some traumatic experience. I don't know. I really don't care at this point. But what I am saying 
is that I can't worry about him. I can only worry about me and the lesson that I have gotten out of this. And the lesson that I've gotten out of this is that I need to be a little bit more, I need to calm down a little bit. I don't need to be like, oh, so if this doesn't work out, this is it. Or if this doesn't work, I don't know what I'm going to do or I'm done with this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just need to calm down. So getting back out into the dating pool, which is what I've decided to do now because my little month is over. My month of isolation is over. (laughs) Congratulations, Nikki. You're out there again. It's over now. And you'd be proud of me. I actually changed some things on my profile. So where before I had put... You know what I say? Where you're looking? What are you, what are you looking for? I put long term relationship. This time, I actually changed it to friendship. And when I look for friends, I look for genuine friends. Cause like for me, th- that whole friends with benefit. Before I would see friends, I'm like, oh, he's looking for friends with benefits. If it says they're looking for friends, then I'm gonna be your best fucking friend. Now, the benefit is gonna be you're my friend, and we're gonna be real friends. Sex would be completely off the table. So now I'm like, okay, there is something called looking for a casual on there so if that's what they're looking for then fine but they're just looking for friends yeah I can do that and as a matter of fact we all say we want to be with our best friend so if that's the case that's what we should be looking for so I went ahead and I put that on my profile I'm looking for I'm actually looking for a friend I'm looking for my best friend because one of the things I realized and my girlfriend brought this up to me. She said, we don't show people the same grace that we show our friends. Our significant other, we kind of hold to a different regard in that same situation where I got into an argument with the last person I was talking to. I did not show him the same grace of, you know, if my best friend was having a bitchy day, I'm like, well, damn, you're being a bitch today. But then the next day, I'm still going to talk to her. I'm not going to hold that against her just because she had a bad moment. But when we're dating, We're so quick to just cut people off because they had one bad moment. And we would never do that to a friend. We would never do that to one of our friends. If we did that to one of our friends, we probably wouldn't have any friends. So why do we hold a different regard to the guys and women that we're dating? Why do we hold them to a different standard? Are they not human too? If there was anything else I could do differently, it would probably be that, you know, at least trying to go back and talk to the person as though they were more of a friend from more of an understanding space and not so, so heated and triggered. You know, I was coming from a triggered place. But what I'm learning in this new season is to just calm down a little bit, just to not come in so fully loaded, to not come in with so many expectations chill out a little bit, be more just, okay, this is me, this is who I am. I'm just here trying to get to know you and who you are. I think the blessing in the breakup came that I was fucking pissed that I had to go back into this dating pool again. I think that was the biggest thing. I did not want to go back out there. I did not want to go back into this dating pool. I don't not want to see the sharks. I don't want to see the avoidance. I don't want to try to figure out and cut through the bullshit. I don't want to try to learn a new person. I got comfortable. And a lot of us get comfortable. Even if it's a can of peas and we hate peas, at least we know it's a can of peas, right? We're like, oh, I hate these peas. I hate peas. But at least I know they're peas. Versus like, mmm. Versus looking outward and thinking that everything out there is a can of peas is going to go with your steak. You're like, well, maybe... The positive outlook on things is that you're going to go out there and you're going to find your potato. You know what I'm saying? 
Like for me, it's like maybe I'll go out there and I'll find the man who likes to take me to the Ritz. I'll find the man who wants to take me out to eat. I'll find the man that's like, let's go fly overseas. I'll find the man that's emotionally available. We're settling on things because it's comfortable and we don't want to redo the work. And it reminds me of when my homegirl came to me and her and her relationship had resolved with this guy. I really didn't really see her with anyway, but she was really into him. But she called me crying and she's like, he said that he didn't want to be with me anymore, that he couldn't give me what I needed. And I was like, he can't. We both knew he couldn't. She had fallen into this thing where she just didn't want to try. She didn't want to, I don't want to say she didn't want to try. She didn't want to let it go. She didn't want to let it go because she didn't want to have to do it all over again. And she even said, now I have to start all over. And I remember saying, well, yep, that's the name of the game. And again, I felt so sorry for her in that moment. But I was like, there's nothing I could do. Yeah, you got to start over. But there's someone for you. And nobody wants to hear that in their moment. Nobody wants to hear that shit in that moment. Because in our mind, the last guy was for us. Or in our mind, the last girl, that was was for us. But we got to sit in it, right? And we got to get over it. And we got to get through it. And we got to work through that heartache. And the other thing you learn is at the end of it, when you work through it, when you work through the mistake and try, instead of trying to go around it and trying to go over it and you just go through it like that Bernstein Bear book. I don't know if anybody's read that when I have kids. So I used to read, can't go over it, can't go over it, can't go around it, can't go around it. Gotta go through it. Gotta go through it. You gotta go through it, guys. You gotta go. Sometimes you just gotta go through it and when I say when you gotta go through it I mean sometimes you just have to allow yourself to feel I will keep reiterating the fact that we have to allow ourselves you gotta allow yourself to feel it baby so many of us are sitting around here trying to suppress how we feel trying to go around how we feel all this other stuff Well, sometimes you're just made to go through it. You got to go through it. Stop trying to get around it. You got to go through it. And when I say you got to go through it, I mean you got to allow yourself to feel. You got to allow yourself to to go through that pain. And it goes back to that story with my ex-husband. Where, again, he wasn't my ex-husband at the time. But I didn't allow myself to go through those emotions. I didn't. And because of that, I told myself that my heart was more important than the rest of my body and that's not true it's not fair to you it's not fair to you to sometimes just listen to your heart and I know there's a lot of people who are so quick to cut people off and sometimes you have to do that sometimes you have to do that for you sometimes you have to do that for them in this case I'm glad that I got cut off if he hadn't cut me off Kind of like in my girlfriend's case where he realized she was probably a little bit too much for him. He was a very simple guy from Louisiana of all places. He was just like, I'm simple, dude. I just want to play. I think he played drums. I just want to play drums, live my little gig life. I'm not trying to put you up in the Ritz. I ain't trying to fly the world with you. He knew what he was trying to do. And I think a lot of guys know pretty quickly what they can and cannot do for you. 
And it's us that's like me trying to sit here and eat peas when I should. I'm, I'm well, actually trying not to eat steak when I know I like steak. You know what I'm saying? I know I like to go out to eat. Dude, what are we talking? Well, why are you talking about Pizza Hut and Subway? Like, I like to go out to eat. I don't know if you noticed, know but it's a girl that like to eat right in front of you. You know? So, yeah. I'm not going to harp on this too long because, again, I said I, I told you I talked for 30 minutes on this and wound up losing all of it. So I think now this probably just made me just kind of get straight to the point this time. Listen, Nikki, don't want to hear all that. I just want you to get straight to the point. OK, so I got straight to the point this time and I'm hoping that you guys got something out of it. I do want to say because, you know, I always have to end it with from me to me. If there's anything that I needed to say to myself. And for me to me, I will say to you that you, I am proud of you. Like, I'm very proud of you. You did something this past month, as hard as it seemed for you, that you couldn't do years ago. And I think that was a revelation in that. Like, you allowed your heart to break. You allowed yourself to feel the heartache. You allowed yourself to cry through the emotions. You allowed yourself to go through it. You didn't try to find a way around it. You didn't try to hide it by jumping onto someone else, which is something you probably would have did it before. Um, you didn't try to like placate your feelings. You were very open and honest and vulnerable, which is something you don't particularly do. A lot of times what you will do is try to hold in your feelings. You'll try to act like you don't have the feelings. You'll try to be like, oh, no, that doesn't that didn't matter to me. When in all reality, you know that it does matter to you. You know that it it did matter to you. This time you were very honest with yourself. And I'm proud of you for being able to say to yourself that hurt me. I really liked him. It didn't work out. My heart is broken. I'm going to allow myself to feel this as much as it hurts me, but I'm going to get through this. And you did. And now look at you. You're back in the pool. And from this point forward, what I want you to do is make sure that you go in it with the right intentions. You go in it knowing that you don't have to be with someone tomorrow. You're completely okay by yourself today. It may seem like yeah, you can get lonely. Yeah, we all want comfort. Yeah, we all want to be held. We want to be kissed. We want to be told that we're worthy, that someone loves us, that someone is there for us. I'm not saying that you don't deserve all of those things. What I am saying in this moment is that you are perfectly okay without them. It's not saying that you won't get them. The thing is just that you don't want to get to the point where you're so desperate for love that you're willing to accept a can of bees. I don't want you to ever get there. I want you to know what your standards are. I don't want you to bend them. I want you to say, okay, cool. I guess maybe this just isn't a fit. There are some things that you can bend on and then there are some things that you shouldn't bend on. And if it doesn't look like it's going to work out, it's okay with just saying, you know what? This isn't going to work out. I appreciate you. I appreciate your time and, and move on. Right now, I'll even say that getting out and back into the dating scene has been great going from a new perspective of just looking for friends up front. And I don't know, who's to say I'm not going to date someone and fall madly in love again? When I love, I love hard. You know, that's just me. But at the same time, I'm also realizing that 
I want I really do want to kind of go into things now just developing a friendship I think before I was going into it looking for my husband and so when I would go on dates my thoughts was always is this my husband or is this not my husband like that's how I would go on dates like asking myself that question because you know they always say guys know who their wife is going to be with their moments of meeting them so I always wanted to be like oh okay I want him to know I'm his wife by asking myself if he's my husband but now I'm not even gonna care I don't even care uh, you can think I'm your wife or not. You could, I can think whatever. You could think, I really don't even care what you think about me anymore. At this point, I'm going into it as friends. And to be fair, I feel like when I treated guys as friends, they were a lot more in tune to do for me than when I actually showed them how much I cared about them. And I don't want to go back to playing games because it wasn't even a game I was playing. I genuinely was just not interested in being with anyone. I was not emotionally available. Now I'm going to try to be emotionally available, but also just kind of also very go with the flourish. Like I'm not forcing myself on you. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. I'm going to still be very upfront about my feelings where before I'll be like, if a guy was like, I really like you. I'd be like, oh, that's nice. Oh, thank you. You know, like, I'm sure they're looking like, what the fuck? Like, I just told you I liked you. Like, do you like me too? I might be like, oh, yeah, like, you're cool too. You know, but it's not, it was never to the same degree in which they told me that they liked me. And now I'm going to in it into a place where I've been telling guys, like, how much I really like them. And I'm not sure whether or not it's been reciprocated if I really think about it. Now, I don't think you could go three months without you know, being genuinely, being genuine with your recipro- reciprocating something. But I do know that a lot of people get scared. And I feel like if you're just friends and there's no pressure, you know, there's no reason to get scared. And then if you leave me, I could care less because you know what? We were just building a friendship anyway, you know? So all right, people, when you go out into this little dating world, just take some of the pressure off of things. I'll be the first to say it. I'll be the first to say I've probably put a little bit too much pressure on things i probably should have toned something i probably should have toned things down the last couple of dates that i've been on the last couple of people i've been with and maybe there's something to say about there's one guy i'm talking to he's he's i've been talking to him since february and he's been very chill he's probably i don't even say like the last man standing but it's mainly because he's already told me from the beginning he's working on himself and he's very like go with the flow ish and he feels like it takes about two years to to kind of genuinely get to know somebody and my therapist asked me she's like why are you still talking to this guy and i was like well maybe there's something that he knows that i don't maybe there's something i could learn from him you know i don't know because i feel like i've been doing things my way and that hasn't been working out so I'm like, maybe this whole, like, get to know each other for two years thing, you know? Ma- I mean, maybe I'm not going to be around in two years. Maybe it's a way for him to lose me. I don't know. But then maybe he has something. Maybe I'm not talking to anybody in the next two years and he's a person I want to marry. And you just never know. You never know. I just, I, I can't say. All I can say is at this point in my life, I don't, and I would hate to say like at this point in my life that I'm just going with the flow because that's the last thing I ever thought I would ever say. Because I was like, nope, what we doing? I need to know. At least where is this headed? What are you thinking? And I'm still there. I'm still trying to, I'm still dating men who are looking for wives. So don't get that part twisted. I'm, st- I'm not dating anybody who's like, I don't know. Because that's still a waste of my time. But 
I do want to date someone who's they know eventually, even if it's in the next one or two years, they're trying to get married. They just are looking for the person that they want to be in their lives. You know, and I'm okay with that. Because, you know, maybe I'll still be around when they decide to settle down or maybe not. I don't know. Where before I wasn't even wanting to see this damn dating pool ever again. And I was so pissed off that I was even thrown back into this situation. Because I just knew I was going to make that can of peas work out. Now I'm at this situation like, damn, this is actually kind of cool. Because I've already met like a couple of really cool people. That I already feel like can just I could just be cool friends with at this point. Like no expectations. There's like no... That's what I'm looking for. I'm not putting a lot of uh, pressure. There's no pressure. I'm not applying any pressure on these people. It's just kind of like, cool, you know, we could probably be really cool friends. That's where I'm at. And I know men don't want to hear that, but I don't care. That's where I'm at. Like, we can be really cool friends. That way, I'm protecting myself. I'm protecting you, too, because don't get it twisted. If I start falling for you and then you start trying to act dirty with me, you're going to get the trigger Nikki. And the trigger Nikki going to be like, listen, I need to know what this is. You gotta tell me what it is. So you don't want that part. You don't want the, you don't want trigger Nikki. So we're gonna be friendly, Nikki. Okay, we're gonna keep it friendly. We're gonna keep it friendly. We're gonna be friends, okay? Me and you, we're gonna go out. We're gonna have a drinks, and then like don't touch me afterwards because we're friends. We're getting to know each other, okay? <laughs> that's that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. And I think that's probably, I think it's probably a very good place to be. And if some if sparks start fi- spark start firing off later, then fine. But for now, we about to take it easy. Take it easy. Easy like Sunday morning. I'm probably one of cutting it out. If I left it in there, ooh wee. Ooh wee. Yeah, y'all just go to my website and donate a dollar because, again, I don't sing for free. But anyway, on that note, on that note, I'm going to thank you guys for joining me for another episode. I appreciate each and every one of you. If you would take a moment to rate this podcast five stars and or follow me on Spotify. I think I'm about 10 followers away from being able to get ad revenue. So I would really appreciate it if I... If you would go ahead and do that, press that follow button for me if you haven't already. Um, Until next time, just know that I absolutely adore you. I adore you, sweetheart. I love you. I do. I really do love you. So uh, I'll see you next week. Every Friday, guys. Every Friday, I drop a new episode at 12 a.m. So I will see you next Friday at 12 a.m. Do not be late. Do not be late okay i love you bye thank you so much for joining me for another episode of hello me it's me with nikki d lovely just remember you can't change who you were yesterday but you can always learn and grow to become a better version of yourself today so Make sure you do the mental work today for the future you tomorrow, and I will see you next week. And in the meantime, make sure that you check me out on my Instagram at Nikki D Lovely or one underscore broke underscore mama. You can also find me at NikkiDLovely.com and check out my book, No F Boys Allowed. I also have a poetry book coming out pretty soon, so just a little shameless plug. But either way, 
I will see you guys next time and thanks again.